0: Hey guys, what's up? I'm Ashley and today we'll be talking about Frankenstein in a couple of different ways. I will be focusing on the feminist and gender criticism approach of this topic. Feminist and gender criticism analyzes patriarchal literature and
1: how this literature reflects masculinity. Hi, I'm Jewel and I'll be focusing on the topic Cultural Studies. Cultural Studies focuses on social institutions and the role that they play in shaping culture.
2: Hello, I'm Will, and I'll be looking at any new criticism in the novel. These criticisms center around a focus of the text itself and not any other external implications such as historical backgrounds or biographical factors.
0: So let's talk about the setting of Frankenstein. Frankenstein is set in the 18th century. Chapter 1 begins the narration of who we learn to be Victor Frankenstein. He talks about his family's background, his parents, his birth, and his childhood. It is said on page 18 that Victor's family is one of the most distinguished of that republic. We see the love that surrounds him with his family from both his parents and later the love he has towards Elizabeth. We also get a glimpse of Victor's fascination with the secrets of science that later becomes his tragic flaw. This was an important factor in the 18th century as family ties and social status were seen as a significant aspect of a family.
2: Yeah, and here we get a glimpse into his home life and upbringing. We also see the nature of his relationship with his father, mother, and siblings. Um, These all creating the basis for the broad overall setting for the novel.
1: We also get an insight into what led him to creating the creature. Victor always had an interest in the sciences. Do you think this might have been because of the era he was a part of? I think it's very possible that his interest in all of his studies, including science, was due
0: to his upbringing. This was an era in which the men were to be educated and intelligent. Therefore, education, including the scientists, would be something that Victor would have focused on and seen as
1: imperative due to the setting of him being a male in the 18th century. That's an interesting point, Ashley. But what about women in this era? What were they expected to be?
2: On top of that, how would this affect Victor as well?
1: Women in the 18th century were seen as only
0: wives and were expected to take care of the men. On page 20 it is said that Elizabeth, who is Victor's cousin and adopted sister, is the most beautiful child that she had ever seen, she being Caroline, who is Victor's mother. It was decided that Elizabeth would become Victor's future wife based on her looks and her gentle affection. This would affect Victor due to the setting he was raised in. He was raised to believe that Elizabeth belongs to him and he would now believe that everything
1: is owed to him and or owned by him. That makes a lot of sense. So you mentioned that Victor was expected to be educated but what about Elizabeth? What did she study? On page 21 it is said that Elizabeth was not incited to apply herself to drawing,
0: that her companions might not outstrip her, but through desire of pleasing her aunt by the representation of some favorite scene done by her own hand. The women were expected to do things that would please others rather than doing the things that would make them happy. So while Elizabeth entertained the idea of education with Victor, it was not exactly expected for her to be well educated. Well, how does your take on the theory of New Criticism factor into the story of Frankenstein?
2: Well, purely looking at the text, uh, Mary Shelley does some interesting things to establish the setting of her novel. She starts off this passage and ultimately the setting with I am by birth, uh, Genevese on page 18. Ignoring the cultural historical background of this, Shelley uses the chronological structure to introduce each character in the family, and she doesn't deviate with any time lapses or jumps.
1: I never noticed that. What else does Shirley use to establish the dynamic of Victor's family?
2: Well, the reader can see numerous cases of imagery in the text that gives the reader a mental picture of the setting. More specifically, Victor's carrying home life and love for his sister. For example, no human being could have passed a happier childhood than myself. My parents were possessed by this, a very spirit of kindness and indulgence on, on page 25. Here the diction in the text has a very jovial tone. Victor is shown to have been surrounded by kindness and love, a very ironic setting as he denies this later on to his own creation.
0: While we're on the topic of the new criticism theory, well, you had mentioned to me earlier today that you also noticed some key points related to the narration and point of view found in Frankenstein. What exactly caught your attention about these literary devices?
2: Certainly. The point of view changes a couple times in the novel between the captain of the ship, Robert Walton, in the form of letters and Victor's recollection to Walton himself. However, in this passage, we are told the, the story in first-person narration from Victor. This narration accomplishes a couple of things in terms of setting. First off, the audience only gets to see Victor's of, point of view uh, as a consequence of this. Whether or not this is the objective truth gets lost. We have to take the narrator's word and assume from it, meaning all the exposition we get from Victor and the family is only from the feelings he has. The narration also allows for the setting to become more fluid as the reader follows one character in the passage.
0: You had some really good points, Will, and I agree with you that the narration from one character allows the reader to better follow the storyline. Now, in order to add back in a little more context, Joel, how do you think
1: the setting of the 18th century was affected by cultural studies? So, as we mentioned earlier, Victor and Elizabeth are cousins on his father's side. However, Caroline, Victor's mother, considered Elizabeth as Victor's future wife, which as mentioned in the story on page 20, a design which she never found to repent. In the 18th century, it was actually a good thing to marry one's first cousin.
2: compared Compared to today's culture, this would be way less common and frowned upon than back in the 18th century. Definitely not something to be looked over.
1: Going back to you, Joel, how would you expand on the views of that statement? So I noticed that women tend to care for the sick. That seemed to be their role in society at the time. In the 18th century, there were a lot of illnesses and there was no immunity. In the story, Caroline can be seen taking care of her sick father on page nineteen. Several months later several months passed in this manner. Her father grew worse. Her time was more entirely occupied in attending him. Her means of subsistence decreased. And in the 10th month, her father died in her arms, leaving her an orphan and a beggar. Caroline later got married to Victor's dad, who came to her father's funeral like a protecting spirit. That line also implies that women are seen as helpless people who need to be protected.
2: Yeah, that's a very interesting viewpoint. But in terms of Victor... He was very interested in science along with the good majority of other people back in the 18th century however the term science was more vague back then as people were slow to embrace embrace new truths that contradicted with long-held beliefs in the novel they used the term philosophy more than science
1: that is true victor was a very curious boy and he grew up very interested in books and philosophy Victor stated on page 23 that his family was not scientific and so he did not attend any lectures given at the school in Geneva. However, that did not disturb his thirst for knowledge. He researched information on the philosopher's stone and the elixir of life. The elixir of life was said to be able to prolong life indefinitely. It seems that during the 18th century, a lot of scientists were interested in the experimentation of the human body. This also explains Victor's interest. On page 23, he states, My dreams were therefore into the search for the philosopher's stone and the elixir of life, but the latter obtained my undivided attention. Wealth was an inferior object. For what glory would attend the discovery if I could banish disease from the human frame and render man invulnerable to any but a violent death?
0: It's really interesting how these different theories and aspects of literature are affected by the setting of a story and the structure in which the story is followed. This is seen through feminism and gender criticism, new criticism, as well as cultural studies. The actions that Victor Frankenstein took were heavily based on how he was raised and what was expected of him in his time period of the 18th century. Everything from the way he was raised to view women to the way he was raised to act and respond to his surroundings. Mary Shelley utilized multiple literary devices in order to diversely showcase these factors in Victor's life.
2: Couldn't agree more, Ashley. No matter what view you take on this novel, from strictly literary criticism to any type of external criticism, Shelley has integrated strategic literary elements to establish a setting in Frankenstein, all of which continue to elaborate further on the setting well into the novel. Every reader is able to pull something unique and meaningful to them, a testament to Shelley's work itself.
1: Honestly, Frankenstein is such an intricate novel and it is so interesting to hear different viewpoints and analysis on the story.
0: Well, this was fun, guys. I hope you all listening enjoyed our take on these literary theories and how the
2: setting relates to them. Go ahead and think about your viewpoints on these theories. Did you agree with our thoughts?